Sava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matchalava, and it is Friday. So we really have one big week left in Q4, and then we have the week after Christmas. But this upcoming week is is really the the time to wrap things up and, and really put things and finishing touches on, on your sales, if you will. I mean, that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be hustling as much as I can this weekend, and it's going to be a little bit difficult just because there's so many uh, plans that I have and stuff that I, I'm going to be doing and things like that. But in the time where I'm not doing things with my family and stuff or just hanging out with them, going to be doing a lot of listing a lot of selling and hopefully a lot of shipping and i've seen an uptick in sales these past few weeks i think we all have and if you haven't and maybe you just don't have that many things in your store don't worry if you do have a lot of things in your store and you haven't seen an uptick in sales maybe you haven't been listing enough maybe you haven't been listing as much or just maybe your stuff isn't q4 kind of stuff sometimes i mean it really depends i had a lot of stuff last year that i had that's selling this year that i wasn't selling last year and I just didn't have enough stuff in my store I, I think to keep things moving and I wasn't listing that much last year compared to now so I've been listing a decent bit this year and I've been able to get a lot of sales going I've been able to get a lot of things shipped out so I've been really really happy with that been really really thrilled to get a lot of stuff sold this Q4 and just looking ahead trying to figure out what am I doing next year what's what's 2021 look like for me I can't believe it I, I really can't believe it's 2021 already it just feels it feels uh, maybe a lot of you had a, a very slow monotonous year and at points it felt like that but to me it feels like it just turned 2020 and we're already basically done with it and so if you're looking ahead to the, the year upcoming i would definitely focus on what you want to be doing because that's what i'm going to be doing i'm going to be thinking about where do i want to be at the end of the year next year and what would a successful year for me look like at the end of 2021 and then hopefully backtracking from that to figure out, okay, what do I need to do to get to that successful part where I look back at 2021 as we're in December 2021 and say, this this was a success, this was a failure, this is what I wanted to do and what's going to get me to the successful part. So that's what I'm just looking ahead to, trying to figure out what I'm going to do with that. But for now, I'm just working on trying to wrap up this, this Q4 and getting things done now. And so as I've been listing a lot, there have been a lot of things that I've been focusing on, a lot of things that I have been able to learn or I guess relearn from listing. And I wanted to talk about that for a moment because moving items with a velocity is something that I think a lot of us at some point in our reselling career or hobby or whatever it is for you, for me, it's, it's more of a job, um, but I enjoy doing it a lot. But at some point we end up deciding we want to move some stuff with some speed here and i think that everybody kind of gets to that at some point where you realize if i can make more money quicker then i can reinvest more money quicker and i can make more money than i would have if i didn't make that much money to start with so it's kind of a bad way of putting it but basically the more money you make the faster you make it the more you can reinvest and make even more money quicker so it's not just a linear thing there it's more exponential the more money you can make the more you can reinvest in yourself and then that exponentially grows your capital and then your inventory goes up it's just it's a it's a cyclic thing there uh cyclic like cyclic like not sickening thing but a cyclic thing and so what i've noticed though is that there are various things you can do on ebay to get things moving with a higher velocity than just your average let's make a listing let's just post something let's hope for the best and 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 move on with our lives and i want to talk about that for a moment because for me there's been a few things that i've noticed throughout q4 that have helped me to move some items that are either super saturated but have some decent 
demand. So that's kind of a very interesting thing to think about. But the supply and demand is actually, um, it's 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 in stores very very low, right? The demand's very high. The the, the supply is very very low but on eBay there is a ton of supply and and people are actually picking and choosing sometimes which ones they want and so when that kind of a thing happens when the resale price is actually quite high but the demand is somewhat closer to the supply it's very bizarre and and I've noticed that a little bit with some items on eBay and it's it's kind of a, a thing of me thinking how do I move an item like this and so I'm just going to share a couple things that I've learned because this is this is new stuff for me that I haven't really shared with anybody before or that I really didn't know until Q4 rolled around. So one of the things that I've been doing to get items moving, I think one of the biggest things that you can do as a, as a reseller would be going and looking, um, going with your listings and looking for listings that have a fairly high uh, how do I want to put it a very high viewership rating on eBay and in congruency with that have also sold before and if you can do that you will make you will be able to gather a lot of attention on your posts on eBay because if you just think about it they, you're looking for listings that have that have sold um, that have been able to generate a lot of leads for people, right? So you're going and looking for, when I go and look for listings, typically I will look for a listing in the item title that is very, that is the same thing as mine, but then when you search an item title, let's say you're listing a pair of shoes, uh, Jordan 11 Jubilees, I will go and I will actually look near the top few that don't say sponsored, and those are the ones that are just really, really well ranked because the person did all the right things. And eBay, for some reason, favors their listing more than anybody's below them. So I look at those and I click on them. And occasionally, some of them are just targeted at me. And, and I can tell that because when you click on the listing, it'll tell you on the desktop version, there's a little like flame that comes up and it'll say one viewed per hour, 10 viewed per hour, 100 viewed per hour. And the ones that are near the top that have maybe five or 10 viewed per hour, those usually are just ones that are targeted towards me, I feel like, because why would, if you're near the top of the search results for a very popular shoe or a very popular collectible or or item that's just very hot right now, why would you only be getting 10 views an hour? You Something's wrong there, and it's usually something that they just feel would be targeted towards me. That's my opinion, but that's kind of makes sense. Where if you keep clicking some of those top ones, usually in those top five to 10 listings, when you search an item, and they don't say sponsored you'll be able to click on one that says 300 viewed per hour or 500 viewed per hour or something crazy compared to all the other ones where you're like whoa this guy's getting a ton of leads what do i do to be like him and and there's very there's a very simple thing you do to be exactly like that guy you go to his listing you click sell similar and that's what i do i i do sell similar i click sell similar for that listing in particular the title i try and leave as close to what they have as possible but I will put in if I have free shipping or something like that because what's the harm in that? If you have free shipping and tag that onto the end, all that's going to happen is a buyer's going to see that and go, oh, free shipping. Well, I might as well click on this. And the big kicker for this is using better pictures than the person that's selling. And a lot of people, if you look at some of these items on eBay, a lot of people sell items with terrible awful pictures so if you're worried about your pictures you can't be as bad as those people because they they are taking like side shots of these things it looks like it looks like they gave the 
camera to their toddler and said, hey, go wild with this thing and I'll, hopefully I can get a picture I can use for eBay. I mean, it's, it's just bad. And so if you, my personal favorite is a wooden background. I'm going to be probably purchasing a, a wooden background at some point, either, I don't know if I'll go to like a hardwood floor store or just go on Amazon and they sell what's called contact paper. It's basically like a glorified wallpaper that is a, gi a giant sticker and it has a wood grained texture printed on it that looks exactly like wood flooring and then you just put that on a piece of cardboard or a piece of foam board that you get from the Dollar Tree and you just you you take you put it on there with the sticky side and then it looks like you have a wooden floor and then you can set whatever item on it and it looks good and I find that wooden backgrounds hit extremely well on eBay especially if it's an item that pops out from the wooden background the wooden background just looks really clean but if you have an item that actually sticks out and, and really like pops out at you, whether it's a light color or or you mess with the contrast or something in the photos and really make it pop out. Now I wouldn't do that for things like clothing because clothing's subjective, but if it's like a box, I don't know, if you're selling something that comes in a box and the box really isn't important to the item, then, then that's something you would wanna make pop out because that's the thing that catches somebody's attention. And so the other thing is you can go through eBay and just look at pictures. That's what I'll do sometimes. For some of these items, I'll go through, I will look at listings until one's like catches my eye and I'll say, okay, which pictures would I use if I was somebody? And I'll just look and look. Finally, one catches my eye, I go, I need to make one like that, guys. And, and, I'll, and I'll go do that. So that is an option that you can do. And I highly suggest doing that. I highly suggest taking a little bit of time, especially if you really wanna move the item go look for the, that item listing that has a lot of views per hour and has converted at least once. You want to be able to find at least one sale on it. I mean, if you really can't find any that have sold, but one's getting a ton of views, obviously make your best judgment, just use that one. But if not, try and find one that's sold once and, and is getting a decent amount of views and I would use that one. Now, the next thing that I do is pretty obvious, but I price extremely competitively uh, most of the time. Let's put it like that. Now, what is competitively? That's that's very subjective. Well, to me, competitively is if it's selling a lot in one day at a price point, I'm pricing at that price point. Within that price point, that's what I'm trying to get. So there are, let's say the item is selling anywhere from $800 to $1,500 a day. There's a few that have sold at 800 because many people are listing a little bit higher than that. There's a bunch selling between 900 and 1,000. Uh, there's still a decent amount selling around 1100 to 1200 and then 1500 there may be like a couple sold per day i will try and hit that 11 to 1200 range because there's a lot selling in that range and i have my method which i'm laying out for you of what i like to do and so i will go through i'll list at that i will use a sell similar from a listing that's getting a lot of views that is already sold i will then use good pictures and then i will price it at a price point that makes sense based off of how many have sold per day now if there's a hundred sold in a day or something. You can track that very easily. Just at the end of a day, see how many are sold at the top of eBay, go to the sold search and see how many results there are. Next day, go on and see what the, the, the results number is then. And you can say, okay, well, this many of these sold in a day. And then you can figure out very easily how many have sold for the varying price points. If you just record those numbers a couple of days, you'll be able to figure that out and say, okay, well, this, this is a, a huge drop off here. Maybe uh, this this $100 price range, 100 sell per day each day. And then if I go up an extra $100, well, it drops down to 20 sell per day. Well, I'm probably going to price it at the other, the, the one that sells 100 a day. I have a much better shot of selling. So that's what I'll do. I'll look at that kind of stuff. I don't really record them. I just 
kind of do a guesstimate and, and see which ones are moving and, and do a kind of an eye test because it's quicker for me, but not a bad idea to do either way. And you can figure out what a decent way to price it is. And like I said, you don't have to be the bottom. You don't have to be the bottom or the middle. You can be a little bit high, like high middle if you want to be. And that's what I typically will do for things that are moving pretty well, um, but just price price wisely and you'll find that over time you'll be able to get that you'll be able to figure out what is a decent price point and stuff for for different items but for now just use your best judgment do a little bit of research that's what i do and it does pay dividends in the end i mean we are talking about sometimes making an extra an extra hundred dollars an item if you're just doing the research so that's what i um that's what i typically will do and that helps me out a significant amount now the other thing that i really really do like to do for items that I'm trying to get moving and just get them going really quickly is I leave offers on and that's counterintuitive I've talked about this before and I've said hey turn offers off for items turn offers I don't know I at this point it's kind of it's kind of your best judgment for me if it is an item that I feel is going to sell you know it's going to sell because a lot are selling each day you're pricing it extremely competitively with everybody else you're, you're kind of middle of the pack you don't need to turn offers on that could be a hindrance sometimes because people may just send you an offer on a whim and say maybe i can get this guy to come down but for me what i'm doing is i'm pricing up a little bit and i want to get as many eyes on my item as possible so i'm going through i'm looking for the best listings i'm going through i'm using the best pictures i can get the best pictures i can take i'm going through i'm i'm using a a um a competitive price that's a little bit higher than average because I want to make more money. And then what I'm doing is I'm saying, okay, I'm going to leave offers on. Why would you leave offers on? Well, if there's a ton of demand for the item, people are going to make you a lot of offers. And each offer that you get spikes the viewership of your item. eBay says, wow, people must like this item. We're going to give it some more views. And they they show it to a few more people. And people go, oh, well, I, I want one of those. I'll make them an offer. And as those offers go up, eBay promotes it and shows it to more people. And as that happens, more people get eyes on your product, more people that are looking for your product that are targeted by eBay. And then eventually somebody goes, well, I'll just buy it flat out. And somebody buys it flat out. Now you've sold one. And once you've sold one, the listing skyrockets in the search results because that is a great way for eBay to indicate, wow, somebody really likes this. Somebody bought it, so other people must want to buy it too. There must be something about this listing. Obviously, it's getting lots of offers. It's actually sold once. It's definitely better than all these other ones that people are throwing out there that aren't getting any offers, that aren't selling at all. We're going to put that ahead of all of those other ones. And that's what happens. You end up getting a lot more views, a lot more people see your product whenever you list it it sells and it gets a lot of offers. So I'll leave offers on. It may be a hassle. People turn them off because they get low ball offers. I love low ball offers. And you don't have to counter offer competitively because you're not trying to get the person. Sometimes I'll just counter offer five bucks off. And if it's a thousand dollars item, think about that. If you're the buyer, you're just like, what is wrong with this guy? And some buyers, as crazy as it sounds, have the time to sit there and counter offer you like a dollar above what they offered before because they're pissed. Well, for me, that's great because they're just giving me more offers, which drives the viewership to my listing even more. So that's what I'll do. And I'll just sit there and counter offer these people for within the first hour or two. And I end up selling an item or two items if it's super competitive. And then that just gets my listing going. And now it's rolling. People are sending me offers. A lot more people are seeing it because it's actually sold. And it's a quick way to get the ball rolling for your item. Now, the last thing that I've begun to do, and I highly recommend this if you're really trying to move an item quick. I don't recommend it if it's a fast mover and you know it's going to move. 
it's it's if the item is extremely competitive or you really really want to get it moving quick and you really think that you need to move it maybe it's tying up a lot of capital but you know there's good resale but you just want to get your item sold quicker for that i like to promote the item at one percent that is my final thing that i'll do so i'll do all these other things and then i will promote it at one percent and what one percent promotion does i don't really know exactly what it does but i can tell you this it is much more effective than promoting at four and a half or three percent or whatever stupid percentage they give you. And the reason for that is that I have never noticed a difference when I promote at one percent or when I promote at any other percentage. So why promote up at other percentages? I notice a big difference when I promote from when I go from no promotion to a one percent promotion, but I notice very, very little difference from when I promote at a at one percent to a five percent there's really not that much of a difference there so why why does that matter well you're getting charged that percentage off of the final sale price so if you're only doing one percent on a on a one thousand dollar item okay fine that's ten dollars if you're doing four and a half percent five percent on a thousand dollar item that's 50 bucks and so you don't want to be doing that you don't want to be paying 45 to 50 bucks just to promote your item if you're not going to really get that much better of a result than a ten dollar promotion and i think the ten dollars is worth it sometimes right you don't need to you don't sometimes we just want to sell things we want to get it sold we don't really want this big item sitting in our inventory or this super pricey item sitting in our inventory uh, holding capital from us. We want to be able to move it. And so I think promoting at 1% is a great option if you're really trying to get an item moving. Now, I haven't tried to promote below that. I don't know why I haven't until now. I just thought of that. I may try promoting it at 0.1% if they let me do that and see what happens. I mean, if that's if, if they're all relatively similar, which I've noticed so far, then why wouldn't I just promote at 0.1% and see if that's possible? And if that is possible, then, then that's a breakthrough because that'd be even significantly cheaper. That'd be 10 times uh, cheaper than 1%, right? That's that's what a 0.1% would be. So that would be interesting. That would be an interesting thing to track and see if that gives you a similar result because I don't really know how eBay is figuring out what percentage to promote at or, or what they're going to charge you or what they think you should promote at, I guess is a better way of putting it. But I do know that if, if I'm going to be charged 4.5%, tack that on to an extra uh, 12.85 or whatever the final percentage on eBay is now. If I'm going to have to tack a percentage onto that, I'd rather it be 1% than 4.5%. That's that's a lot less. So that's something I'll check out and see if that is possible if to promote less than 1% and see what it does. See if maybe it does a good job or maybe it doesn't do anything at all. I don't know. So that's just my, my four tips. Just to review those, I would be looking for great listings that have sold once and are getting a ton of views. The next thing I'd be doing is pricing super competitively, depending on how fast you need to move the item and how much capital you have in the item and how much it's going to affect your ability to buy and ability to spend on good items. You may want to price a little bit more competitive or less competitive, depending on that. And then using leaving offers on, if, especially if the item is in high demand, because that will increase the amount of views as you get more offers in, making sure you're always countering those offers with with offers that the person won't accept, but would either tempt them to come back or aggravate them enough that they will counter offer you and keep that cycle going. And then the final thing would just be promoting it at 1% or, or lower if you see that that works for you. So I don't even know if that's possible, but if you do see it, it's possible and it works for you, great, go do it. So those are my four things. That's really what's been helping drive a lot of sales for me so far. And I've noticed it does actually quite well. And it's something that I'm like, happy that I learned it, it's it's very weird how sometimes you learn these things but 
just through a lot of trial and error. And I mean, I've been listing a decent amount, at least like four to five a day, which for a lot of people isn't much, but for me, it's a decent bit because I don't really list all that much. So it's just kind of opened my eyes to the different things that I can do with eBay and the different amounts of money that I can bring in just by doing a few of these different tricks that I found out. So hopefully that helps you out. Hopefully that can make you a little bit more money this Q4. Uh, just one quick thing, if you do get any value from this podcast whatsoever, and you want to go to the iTunes podcast app, the Apple podcast app, it used to be the iTunes app, but you want to click on my podcast and give it a five-star review, I'd really appreciate that. That helps other people find this podcast and really helps me promote it to other people so that I can help them learn how to resell and if they're going through a tough financial time or just want to make some extra money or want to make a new career for themselves, that's kind of why I want to do this for people. So. Hopefully, if you do get value from this, I would really appreciate it if you do that. But for now, I'm going to wrap this up and I'm going to go. It is Friday. You guys have a great day today. Tomorrow, Yeezy Yeezy 350s are coming out. The Sand Top, T-A-U-P-E. I don't really know how to pronounce that. And then there are the Sean Cliver Dunks coming out. So those are going to be big as well. Very, very go all out on the Sean Clivers. Those are going to be a very, very good shoe to go after. A very profitable shoe and would really recommend if you get a pair of those i i mean you're gonna make a lot of money on them so those are the two shoes coming out tomorrow definitely go for those enter for them on the sneakers app the adidas app whatever you need to do and hopefully you win something tag me on instagram hit me up and let me know if you want so with that being said i'm going to go but you guys have a good rest of your friday and i'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast have a good one peace